are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, John Kearns. Next to me is not normally who is here, my trusted companion, Tim Farley. Next to me is a very special guest. We have the one and only uh, Space Jesus, Billy Starks, on the show today. Hi, guys. <laughs> so, Billy, uh, how are things going? Pretty good. Um, I've had a very chill day. Um, I am actually off this weekend other than Sunday. Um, and it's nice to have like a break on the weekends. Yeah, it is. It's always nice to have a break on the weekends. I work uh, a retail job, so having weekends off myself is very rare. Uh, but yeah, you know, Saturday, got the Royal Rumble on tonight. You going to be watching that? Uh, I will. Uh, my dad and a few of my other friends actually went to it, and I planned on going in the last minute. I was like, uh, you know what? I want to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally get that as an introvert myself. I'm like, it's always making plans. It's fun. But then actually doing it is like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I have to go out of that house and actually look presentable. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, start with the basics here. Uh, you are a very young wrestler. I, I believe you are still in high school, Yes. Yes, I'm still in high school. Are you, I think at this point, you're probably a senior by now, right? Um, I'm actually a junior still. Junior, okay, okay. So uh, I've watched a few interviews where you talk a little bit about balancing school and wrestling and uh, how your teachers are always really cool about letting you get the time off that you need, which I think is awesome. Uh, it's something that I think... It, it's really cool to see them be flexible with that because a lot of teachers I feel wouldn't be. So like, what was like the first time, like what was the first time you had to tell a teacher that you needed time off to go uh, kick somebody's ass? <laughs> um, I think like the first time that I had to like communicate that truly was like my freshman year okay. of high school I had to like be very open and honest because I would miss Fridays all the time because I'd be like oh I have to go wrestle and then I would have my gym class on Fridays and I was like uh she usually like wants this credit and this and I'm like okay how do I make this up for your class and she was like uh I just see a video of you like working out and then I was like okay can I send wrestling videos and she was like sure <laughs> so you made a new fan there, I'm sure. Has she uh, has has she kept up with your career at all? Um, they always ask me how it's going at school, uh, and like a few of my teachers have like wanted to come to shows. Um, I just haven't been able to like wrestle in the area and like make right. schedules line up because like my theater teacher was going to come to a show, but then we had uh uh what's it called a play. <laughs> a play that happened so she was like oh i have to run the play i'm sorry i can't come and i was like oh it's fine and the same thing with my japanese teacher he actually like travels everywhere all the time right and when gcw is in new york uh i wasn't wrestling but i was like oh there's a wrestling show by the way and he was like oh, i have a conference blah 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 
Yeah. So uh, GCW is where I feel a lot of people that watch us would have seen you uh, so far. Um, place like that. I know you've been, I, if I'm not mistaken, you've been at Beyond, right? I actually have not you been have to Beyond, Beyond where, yet. Where are other places other than GCW that you've been? Because I'm drawing a, a blank. You're good. <laughs> um, I've been to Black Label. I've been at Girl Fight. Okay. Uh, Paradigm Pro Wrestling, uh, GCW, of course, um, and many more. My freaking, I like can't keep up with it. I check Cage Match all the time, and I'm like, where have I been? <laughs> right. No, I'm sure because, um, just being in the game for three years so far, you debuted in 2018, is what I saw. Uh, the list of matches you've had is already crazy long. Um, like, I'm sure it's easy to lose track of where you've been, like what cities you've been in and stuff like that. But you mentioned, uh, GCW New York. Um, they just ran the Hammerstein Ballroom. It was a big show. We're on GCW, but you were there, but not on the card. What happened there? Um, it's just because of the commission, like it is what it is. And that's usually like a lot of problems that I run into with my age is like the commission based. It's like, you have to have a license. You have to be 18 to wrestle here. And I understand it's the law. So I'll abide. (laughs) Yeah. That, that, see, that's actually exactly what I thought had happened when I saw that you were at the venue and on Twitter, you were like, um, talking about not being able to be on the show and, uh, present by your absence were you nick wayne like the younger people and it's like you know i bet i know why they're not it's the same reason they weren't able to do a lot of stuff that they're really known for um it kind of left the sour taste in people that haven't seen them before as mouse but people that do follow them were like well no you don't understand it's it it wasn't them it was the city mm-hmm. you know but yeah so Moving on from that, uh, wrestling as a young person in general, what have you run into any complications with that other than just commissions? Um, honestly, not like there has been like a few situations where people are like skeptical about putting like kids in the ring. And like, I can completely understand that, but I always relate it back to, uh, I was able to do cheerleading and I was getting kicked in this and that and when i would try to flip i would accidentally land on my head and this and that and my little brother was doing football and i was like uh i feel like wrestling is no different than any of these um and i was trained for it i know how to protect myself and it just takes time for people to adjust to that because it's a different idea okay nice well that's cool uh so um it's it's really cool that your peers have been so open about like working with you and the human brain. So uh I watched one interview where you talked about like dream opponents and you mentioned Millie McKenzie. Now I'm not that familiar with Millie McKenzie, so could you give me and the people a rundown? Like what is it about Millie McKenzie that makes her your number one dream opponent? Um, one, she just has a great style of wrestling and everything she does is 
like very clean and precise. And uh, I actually first got introduced to her by my stepfather. He was like, oh, I need you to watch this match. And I was like, okay, sure. And I watched her versus Ricky Shane Page. And I was like, who is this girl? Because she's like phenomenal. And I just fell in love with her wrestling. Um, She's based out of the UK. And she is currently signed to uh, NXT UK. And I think she's phenomenal. And she's also very young in wrestling. That's great. That's great. Uh, And I know that you also mentioned wanting to mix it up with Nate Gage and uh you talked about your parents not uh or you thought that your parents may not approve of that but it's something I'd love to see I mean and if you're willing to do the style uh like you said you want to go hard you want to do it right if you're going to do it at all so yeah um I think deathmatch Billy would be a cool thing like maybe you know it would have to be a couple years from now but it definitely i feel like it's definitely a possibility we'll see where the world takes us yeah right so i did want to talk a little bit about um where the space jesus persona came from uh i know a few nicknames you've gone by you've had uh baby draw hashtag baby draw uh, biting Billy, and the one that you're most known for now is Space Jesus. So where did this come from? Where did that start? And what does it really mean? <laughs> so honestly, all of my like nicknames have all been like just jokes or something that I found funny. And I think Space Jesus honestly has the best backstory, even though it's very stupid, um, <laughs> if I'm being blunt. Uh, but Uh, It all came out of this guy. Uh, There was a seminar. I wasn't at the seminar. Just a few of my friends were. And I was going to the show where the seminar was at later on. I had another show before. So I get there and my friends were like, you got to hear about this. I was like, oh, what happened? And it was a Jimmy Jacobs seminar. Uh, He's going down, like asking people what their gimmicks are. Like, who are they? And he gets to this guy. And this guy's wearing like... Uh, leather vest and has wrist tape on and the the biker gloves and they're like oh who's this dude and this guy goes oh I'm a street fighter and Jimmy's like ah okay that's that's cool is there anything that makes you special though and he goes no but I'm a street fighter and he was like that's just not enough and the guy goes wait this will explain it all and he proceeds to take off the vest take off his shirt And what is revealed is alien Jesus walking across water, tattooed on this man's chest. (laughs) And that explains. And Jimmy just nods his head (laughs) and just keeps walking. And like pretended like this man did not just strip down in front of him and said, Yeah, this tattoo explains my whole gimmick of being a street fighter. (laughs) Um, But at the end of the seminar, it gets better. (laughs) At the end of the seminar, the promoter's like going to like collect everybody's pay for the seminar. And he gets to that guy and the guy goes, you have to pay for this? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And the guy goes, I'm not paying for this. I'm on the show. Take in mind, he was not on the show. He proceeds to get kicked out. <laughs> so we've nicknamed him Space Jesus. And uh, I was like, I don't believe you guys. This person doesn't exist. This is some elaborate story. 
And then I finally got sent a match of him. And I was like, this guy is real. And I saw the tattoo and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is people. So uh, I stole the name Space Jesus basically from this dude. Um, <laughs> and so that show was on a s- Sunday. And that Friday, uh, a guy in the, the locker room who's an announcer was like, hey, who wants to be announced with Space Jesus tonight? And we all like laughed about it. And I went up to him. And I was like, yeah, do me. Like, just announce me a Space Jesus tonight. Because it was like a smaller promotion. And I was like, it'll be funny. I can laugh. Yeah. And I, like, called my match, went out, and completely forgot. And he goes, Space Jesus, Billy Starks. And I just start laughing. And I think the crowd caught on. And they were like, yeah, okay, Space Jesus. And I just kept it since then because it was funny. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I can do something with it. That's awesome. Uh, it. It's awesome how those serendipitous things can really become uh, really part of your persona and, like, what people love about you. Like, another example I can think of, uh, you talk about a guy like Chris Jericho who can say something once on a show and people latch onto it and it becomes a whole thing with shirts and posters and, like, everything. So, like, the Space Jesus thing really works for you, I think. Um, so, so yeah, Space Jesus and another name that you've gone by in the past, uh, not so much recently, is something that I always loved, something I thought was cute and funny, uh, Pizza Cat Jr. Yes, Pizza Cat so, Jr. So... Where did Pizza Cat Jr. come from? So Pizza Cat Jr. uh, came from Shotzi Blackheart. She was Pizza Cat. Um, And at a promotion, I was always helping out. And like, I stayed late one show and I was picking up trash and just being a good green kid. (laughs) Um, And Shotzi looked at the promoter and was like, all these other kids aren't helping. She's not booked. We should book her. And uh, at this place, it was a Lucha Bizarro. So they were doing like a bunch of Lucha and yeah. uh, a lot of people were doing different gimmicks. And she was like, let her be Pizza Cat Jr. So I became Pizza Cat Jr. And I think it's very fun for me still. Uh, like I don't get to do it very often. But since like I've built up Billy Starks to be this character, right. I can have fun with this completely different one and try a style of wrestling that I don't do much as Billy Starks, which is the Lucha style and I've been like taught some and I would love to learn more um and it gives me like a little break from being one character and I can have more fun and build up this other one that's awesome uh if 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 you wanted to bring that back maybe a place to do that you could try to get that on uh uh Gringo Logo's The World on Lucha that's happened during the collective (laughs) try that uh, the collective, by the way, something I'm looking forward to. I'm sure you're going to be there in some capacity, right? Oh, most definitely. I'm oh. definitely going to be there. That's awesome. Uh, that's probably something that will be me and Tim will be uh, sponsoring. We like to do that when we can. Um. So another thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit was the Big Starks brand. Uh, I notice when I watch like 
mostly what I watch weekly now is AEW, um, to be perfectly honest. Uh, you see the BSB logo, which is an awesome logo. I love it. You see it on Lee Moriarty, Dante Martin. So, uh, Tankman, yeah, Tankman and GCW. So what exactly is the Big Starks brand? When did that start? And what is the goal for the Big Starks brand? So, uh, it kind of just started the same way with all of these other things that I've ever gone by. Uh, just as a joke, uh, I was struggling during the quarantine. I missed wrestling so much. And my dad wanted to cheer me up who is mouse. Um, and he made a tweet saying he was a LeVar ball of wrestling. And if you don't know who that is, <laughs> yeah. uh, he is a basketball dad. He uh, runs the big baller brand. Mm. And he has all these sons that play basketball. And he's very supportive, but also very crazy. Um, and he referred to me as the mellow, the big, uh, and I got called the mellow. And he was like, if anybody messes with mellow, blah, blah, blah. He was just being a goof. Um, and people like latched onto that and were like, oh, this is funny. And someone in the comments created the big Starks brand logo. And we were like, oh, this is great. Let's print t-shirts. Let's do this. Right. And at first we were like, oh, it'll just be like us and some of our like close friends um, and then it grew and grew and grew to like where it was like, oh, we have such a huge wrestling family. Um, and now it's like on AEW, it's on MLW. Uh, and it's just grown and grown and grown to the point where I'm like, I don't even know who's all in it, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, I know uh, going off of the website that's on the Twitter account, we have um, you, obviously, Calvin Takeman. Uh, top flight, both top flight guys. I think Cole Radrick. Yes. Um, there, there's a bunch of people. Uh, I had it written down somewhere, but it's not here now. So, oh, and uh, Lee Moriarty, who's one of our own, which is awesome. So, okay. Uh, something that Tim actually wanted to ask that I didn't get it that I hadn't thought about is baby Billy inspired by the righteous gemstones. No, no. Okay. So where did baby Billy come from? Is that just like, so like the baby drool? Yeah. Uh, it, it came from, uh, Sammy Callahan. Cause he's going by the drool yeah. and he's like part of like my wrestling family. And we had the joke at the time, because like in my area, if I was on the shows, there was more people showing up. And that was uh, like our joke of like, oh, she's drawing the crowd. So uh, since I was so young, they were like, oh, she's the baby draw. <laughs> That's really cool. So yeah, we were talking about the Big Stars brand, talking about the nicknames. So yeah, um, something interesting is um, I know... Uh, you, I believe, are in a relationship with Marcus Mathers. Is that yes. True? Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of awesome wrestling relationships. You being one of them. Uh, what is that like being in a relationship in this insane world of pro wrestling? Um, I honestly don't see it as that. If I'm going to be honest, right? Uh, I just see it as our lives outside of wrestling. Um, and it's always nice to have like 
that road trip partner and when he is in the car loads when we are going to wrestle and stuff like that and when I always have like access to a training buddy um yeah. so I don't have to look far for someone to go roll around with and uh just I don't know it's I never thought about it as like dating and wrestling I was just like oh I have a boyfriend this is nice <laughs> right yeah, no, it, it is. I guess, like, outside looking in, it's like, oh, all these wrestlers are with other wrestlers, and it's like, uh, you you wonder if, like, that's stressful at all, but I'm sure... I like, it's easier for yeah. wrestlers to date other wrestlers because they understand, like, the crazy life we're living. Um, it's because, like, yeah. I feel like it's really hard for people on the outside to understand, oh, I'm about to drive 12 hours to wrestle, like, 10 minutes and then i have to drive home. Uh, yeah <laughs> like there's less um explaining that needs done okay. yeah well, that makes sense so yeah um what's up i'm i'm sorry i'm like trying to okay, okay. so like yeah uh starting to wind down here um some basic podcast questions uh, dream opponents. He talked about Millie McKenzie, Nick Gage. Uh, what are some other ones for you? Ooh, other dream opponents. Uh, I would love to wrestle Matt DeMorris. Uh, and everybody thinks like I'm crazy for wanting this match, but I love backyard wrestling, and he was one of like the first backyard matches that I loved. And then I saw him again wrestling for Shakara. Uh, and how he had like changed and I think he still is a phenomenal wrestler and I hold him at a very high height and then I would also love to step in the ring with Thunder Rosa I feel like she's a great uh, representation of women's wrestling nowadays um, and she's doing something to help other women like running Mission Pro in Texas and just continuing to help others awesome okay so uh, building off of that, favorite opponents you've had so far? Ooh, Kylie Ray, Charlie Evans, and Gary J. Awesome. Uh, any promotions that you that that you know you haven't worked for that you want to? <laughs> uh, as you mentioned earlier, Beyond. Like, I would love to work for Beyond. I think they're doing a great thing up there, and with their uh open wrestling, I think. Uh, it was a great idea, and uh, I would also like to go to the West Coast more. I've been out there once, and I would love to wrestle for De Defy or Prestige. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, what's on my hit list right now. Hey, we've got a great place here called Enjoy Wrestling that would love to have you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. So you talked about wanting to to do death matches are there any other wild stipulation matches you haven't done that you want to do um i have done a ladder match before but i feel like i would love to do another one um because i haven't got to jump off of like anything yet or be dangerous um so <laughs> i feel like a ladder match would be fun um but i would also like to let it have meaning behind it or like let there be a build up to it so right. i wouldn't just want to do like a ladder match for sake of having a ladder match all right well that's awesome uh all right well yeah well billy 
this has been uh, yeah this has been amazing uh thank you for coming on thank you for being here um we'd love to have you on again in the future get some more stuff going uh you've got a bright future ahead of you i i'm so excited to see where you end up and who you face thank you uh i had a lot of fun thank you guys for having me all right thank you